brought to you by Trade Doubler, delivering smarter results. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Marketing Share, the podcast that looks to the future of marketing, data, social, and what the society might have to say about all of this. My name is Antti Eronen, and I work as a publisher manager for Trade Doubler in Finland. And my co-host here is... Jonas Bosson, and I'm working with uh, Big Data and Machine Learning at Trade Doubler in Stockholm. Very good. And in the future, we'll also be having delightful guests. But today, it's just us two uh, discussing. And we'll start this new podcast off with a bang. And I'm talking about some fake North Korean nuclear tests. I'm uh, um, talking about what was perhaps the hottest topic of 2015 in advertising, the rise of ad blocking. But we'll be looking at it mainly from the perspective of what what's there to gain from all of this or what can be done to make things better for those who are now in pain over losing ad revenue. So what's the role and value of a banner ad in the future? Could we, um, as consumers, actually benefit financially from selling our personal and browsing data? And uh, should we embrace the change or raise our fists and shout out loud, not on my watch? All right, but before I get to a full rant here, um, where do you think we should start, Jonas? Well, uh, I think there's been enough shouting um, uh, lately about uh, not on my watch. Um, publishers have been saying that... Uh, Users better better not turn on those ad blockers. They're stealing our revenue. Um, but I think there's a lot of good things coming from this as well. Um, uh, I mean, I said the first benefit for users, of course, to avoid uh, page blocking ads. So um, it also gets the browser uh, faster. You get less clutter. Your your page doesn't look like a NASCAR. Nasdaq, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> and and uh, uh, for the advertiser, um, well, you get kind of a crude indication whether the user actually wants to see ads or not. Uh, it's a start for something bigger, I think. Sure. And um, uh, of course, um, you don't want to spend your money on people that actually avoid looking at ads. <laughs> exactly. So yeah. that might be a first first level of. Of things, maybe you can start off by building from that by by actually showing the ads that the user wants to see. Mm. Um, there are of course downsides, as, as we know. Um, well, publishers are are they're in pain, there aren't they? Yeah, indeed. I mean, they they get the revenue from the impressions, and uh, uh, obviously they they will lose money from this. Um, and the biggest problem I see here is that. Uh, when you can't get earn your money by by ad networks, you turn to social and you turn to captive portals, mm-hmm. and you basically give your content to uh, platforms that uh, well steal your customers in the end. <laughs> exactly, that's right. So you're you can't build a community of your own. You can't build a following of your own, or the following that you get can disappear overnight. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, and also the ways that um, um, platforms like Facebook monetize right now. Well, I've um, been seeing reports that they're getting 
But the results are not exactly yet convincing publishers either. Very good. Um, so I think the banner space, as we know it, um, that has become something of a nuisance, right? So um, we're not we're not e exactly uh, enjoying <laughs> enjoying seeing those ads, um, and in general, they're not really giving delivering value. Um, so um, do 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 you think we're actually flogging a dead horse here, or or is there a future for the ad space, the banner space? Uh, uh computer says yes um, there is a value otherwise we wouldn't have all the investments and we wouldn't have conversions and click-through rates that actually exceed the costs mm -hmm. uh, so um, I, I would say it's still growing even um, but at the same time we we probably need to remodel it a lot and rethink mm -hmm. what's happening uh, there have been a lot of generations in in display and we're now at a stage where data is more important than ever when mm -hmm. it comes to understanding our users and understanding when to do display advertising yeah and i don't think uh, too many too many too many advertisers are equipped to do that they need mm. a lot of help yeah um so do you think it's more about tools that we need more tools for the advertisers or is it actually that we need to rethink the purpose of of a paid placement because um, well, right now what we see is is um, something that tries to capture your your attention and draw you away from the content that we, you were enjoying and and uh, and using the services that were you're using so um is there a way for us to keep the people still using the services and enjoying the content while still delivering value to the advertisers or that the advertisers can really benefit and get conversions without, even without the people having to leave the, the sites that they're on? Yeah, you're touching something here. You, you're, I mean, I think you're, you're right. I mean, this is, this is where... I think native and where apps have basically taken uh, the users away in another experience that we don't see in ads. Mm -hmm. And I think we could do something with ads that's similar. Um, we, we could uh, take with us some knowledge about what the user is, is uh, which situation you're in and, mm -hmm. and, and actually provide options or choices already on the display ad and uh, not expect that people just click uh, to be you know, swooped into some other context and, and miss out on what they have on the first page already without any special offer for them. I mean, it, this, this needs to be personalized, just like, like in social or, or mm -hmm. like in, in, in your native. So what would be, um, are we talking about delivering valuable content instead of ads within the banner space? Or are we talking about people being able to take action through the banner or? Well, I'm, I'm, thinking, I'm thinking getting more personal Mm -hmm. And of course, this is a conflict. I mean, this is a conflict between uh, your 
personal data, your yeah. integrity, and and being able to to actually give something of value. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, it if you can get, bring something of value about yourself, your ads would be more valuable to the publisher, and they would have less clutter on their screen, and you could, you know, yeah. This is this is something I guess where ad blockers are I mean giving us a choice to actually provide something extra about the clutter. Right. So um it, I guess it also comes down to um as native or especially content um content based advertising is not so scalable as <laughs> traditional display then then it comes down to what are the uh, options that you can what are the uh, methods of converting um delivering delivering value in a um banner ad that are scalable that you can repeat without having to um build something create content for for every single site that you're advertising on um i think i think there's a there's an interesting thing going on right now with with um I think that's certainly boring aspects from affiliate mm-hmm. when, you, when you have um, uh, companies like Retail doing um, retargeting, where sure. you actually look at products and mm-hmm. product feeds rather than than just you know bringing up the ads that you suspect people will click on, yeah. making them spectacular. Um, so you're 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 trying to make it personal, and you're doing it from I mean, very specific places. You've been to a category page or you put stuff in, in your cart and you haven't bought it yet and then you're instantly retargeted. Mm-hmm. Um, I think from from that perspective, you can also go into uh, um, using that information about your customers to, to be, have a relation over display ads rather than, than just using it like a one-off like retargeting is. Yeah, and um, you could also look into it as as a way to do uh, to extend your reach to find new customers, but then you have to really apply big data uh, technology, and you have to you have to use uh, uh, machine learning, and you have to to really start start uh, working with the the situations where. Where and the behavior that that uh, uh, makes your sales tick. Yeah, I'm. I'm. You know, we're seeing some advertisers that are trying to at least somehow um, solve this issue. Um, you might might have seen one of those um, banners where a loan company is advertising next to an expensive product, and uh, so you can estimate the loan costs for the price of the product by using a few sliders on the banner. Um, as far as loan advertisements go, that's creating some sort of value to the users, I guess. Um, but then some travel companies are are letting you to start your trip search from from you know travel search from directly within the banner. Um, and I guess it's the the other question is how to populate the banner with relevant destination data, um, or if you could actually serve a banner like that to a person uh, who's not on the travel side, but who you think is actually going to want to travel sometime soon. Um, so um, that's when we come to 
you know, uh, learning learning about those uh, people in beforehand for a longer time. Um, but maybe also, I mean, how about visual recommendation engines for products within a banner? We're actually testing, um, Trade Doubler is now testing with a um, startup company called Cardscale with some machine learning uh, enhanced visual recognition, visual uh, recommendation system so that, um, so that, for example, bloggers can get kind of a collage of, of products that they can, you know, put in the banner space or they can put it instead of a, um, an image on your, where you would normally put a picture on your blog post. And, and then while, you know, clicking one of those products on, on the uh, collage, you'll, you'll get similar looking products. Um, this way, it's more about the choice of the user and not so much of, about the choice of the blogger, for example, um, what you will end up seeing and what you will maybe end up uh, clicking through to the, to the advertiser's site. So what do you think of that? Is, it, um, is that bringing real value? Yeah, I mean, of course, <clears throat> it's. Uh, I would say it's it's just looking at a, a very brief set of of things. I mean, it, it is it's basically a machine learning if, if, of of the choices that you make mm -hmm. within um, within the site or within the the ad space. Mm -hmm. But I guess you have to do something that is bigger than that. I mean, yeah. if you have a um, if you have a relation like that, then then it might might as just as well be a, a a customer relation that you have directly with the advertiser. And if it's if it's traveling, then you probably already know that the last uh, uh, travels that have been made, and you all already know what that it's uh, there's some destination upcoming quite soon. <laughs> Again, you didn't. You're expecting the people if they're locked in somehow, or yeah, I mean that that's that's what we get everywhere we mm -hmm. you are logged in on on multiple sites and yeah. and uh, um, uh, that data is of course a, a gold mine but it's also something very precious and personal uh, it's a relation between the the company selling that product mm -hmm. the, the advertiser and and uh, the uh, consumer and uh, um, there are different approaches to dealing with this data but but uh, most of them are of course you know contained within uh, 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 that relation. Um, yeah. So uh, in that sense, you can see these ads as sort of apps. Mm, <laughs> it's exactly, a, yeah. It's a, they contain data that, that is an extension of the website mm -hmm. um, from, from the advertiser. Exactly. But um, right now we're putting a lot, of, a lot of effort or a lot of trust in the advertiser and the publisher especially to to be able to make the right right connection right so um do you think we should we, we should go one step or a few steps further and and be able to um populate the banner spaces on, on different sites without the you know the publishers kind of having so much to say in 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 what's what's going in in there or or you know because we we would be able to know better than than they, uh, like what, what what the users um, reading uh, uh, the, reading this kind of content, for example, would, uh, would like you, to see. Yeah, I mean, the publishing the site where you're at 
mm-hmm. when you get an ad that's that's obviously a part of your journey yeah so i mean it's, it's both a contextual thing i mean you can both base, base your your advertisement on where mm-hmm. you are but also on the history and what situation you are in and trying to guess the situation you're in uh but uh, um it's it's i mean it's just an evolution you look yep. at where you are and then you look at a longer journey mm-hmm. so there's like really no difference in in that it's just that we have more information about users now uh, that's right um so what about um do, do you know of anybody who's actually um experienced with experimented with um trying to sell stuff directly through banners would that work would that be a worthwhile experiment how do you mean so you, you see a product on a on a um, banner and you can go and click on that to buy it directly within the banner so you would have some sort of system set up so that um, the payments and everything is accepted through the banner so you're oh we don't have that yet I don't think we have payments within ads yet but it will certainly be very I mean this this will certainly happen when when we go even more mobile I mean mm-hmm. already today we have a majority of of of, of people browsing mobily uh, but we not buying though uh, no buying because we don't we haven't developed payments yet but they're coming rapidly we have Apple Pay and we have a large set of of apps for paying and yeah. they they're easily started from from web page and you can then return to the web page again mm-hmm. so uh, i think i think it, the, the the part that's a bit tricky is the, the checkout part but is as this get more embedded into apps that can deal with the payment then mm-hmm. then this will no be no obstacle anymore yeah so i guess just that right now the the majority of mobile browsing browsing comes from not Traffic comes not from within apps, but from within the mobile browsers, which are not as well equipped to uh, handle the whole whole buying experience or the checkout experience. Um, so, what else? What what else do we see in in the banner space in the future? Who's gonna who's gonna come up with the crazy solutions to, and what kind of solutions <laughs> are we gonna see? Well. I I certainly think that it it won't be only display. It will be combinations. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, if you're if you're out there to to reconnect with your customers, or if you're out there to find new customers, you're going to use all means necessary to to reach out. Sure. Um, so, <clears throat> I I believe that 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 display will be a big part of it. Uh, because I don't think anyone wants to submit to any kind of capture portal. <laughs> that would be like the biggest alternative. So um, so you don't think that um, ad blocking will lead into a lot of paywalls? Uh, it might. It might for starters. I mean, there is, there is a transition here where um, ad blocking might turn into captive portals by itself i mean ad ad blocking is that kind of all already they do you allow cookies to be used for third party things in google or third party things with with facebook or third party 
other things as well. So mm-hmm. you kind of you kind of allow some actors to do their uh, targeting and tracking and everything, but and and others not. Uh, and this needs to be done on on uh, with control from the user, of course. And I don't think we're there yet. Yeah, that's right. So what about, you know, people selling their own data? Um, uh, there was just a couple of days ago, there was an um, article on TechCrunch um, about a new company called People.io. Um, and I quote here TechCrunch, um, with privacy is such a high-profile issue in the tech and political sphere, post-Snowden, it's inevitable we're going to see more startups trying to build businesses promising to license rather than harvest user data. And still quoting, um, in exchange for this controlled sharing of their interests, uh, consumers are paid in rewards or discounts for products and services. Um, While the selling point for advertisers is the promise of increased relevance for their messages and a workaround for the rise of ad blocking. So what do you think? I mean, do people want to monetize their privacy? I'm not sure. I mean, yes, of course, in the sense that that uh, you still want your your news to be uh, free, so to say. Delivered to you. <laughs> yeah, delivered to you. Yeah, exactly. I mean, <clears throat> you are monetizing your your privacy Uh, and your data, uh, so to say, by visiting news sites or other sites that mm-hmm. that use banner ads. So uh, the thing here is that uh, can you, as a user, cut in between? Can you get a kickback on if you provide more information? Which is, of course, a, a thrilling concept because it it's uh, it's both interesting in the sense that that uh, you can get more personal data and you can get more into what what offers that actually are exciting to you so mm-hmm. you would see the ads that that are more personal and at the same time you can say no to giving that data to to actors that you don't have any trust in yeah, uh, yeah. and uh, trust is is kind of uh, <laughs> a low low currency right now but i i hope it will be a, a bigger currency in the future um and uh this is of course a company that that is really engaging in that uh, and mm-hmm. and and using this uh to to build up a, a group of of users but i i'm not sure that the model that they are using is is going to be the future model because it's it's kind of connected to you know selling the products that they are offering as as payback yeah uh, and and the charitables that they they suggest for for uh, paying money mm-hmm. and and in effect you would have to provide enough data to be more valuable than other users in the uh, display business or for the publishers in order to to um, bring the value that advertisers are looking for for actually paying extra for both Uh, the publisher and your data <laughs> exactly so you're otherwise you you'd be um the the ad blocking person who we have to just bribe into yeah. into watching these ads yeah and we, we know about that we already seen a lot of business where um i know it's very quite common in, in gaming networks and so on that mm-hmm. you get forms and you're asked to fill in information like basic information what's your interest mm-hmm. uh, 
what's your what's your sex what your what's your uh, interest in in a couple of topics and then you you get ads served after that and I mean this is not much different uh, nope. if you look at it from a from a technical perspective so this this has been around for a while but it, it has a new angle which is interesting so I think we're gonna wrap up things here for our first episode but we would really love to know what you thought about it what's troubling you about ad blocking or are you actually uh, enjoying the ride and you've you've got a new angle to all of this what i can say is is whatever solutions are for bringing more value into the banner space the value has to be hundredfold to what it is right now for for the banner to survive and and be, be a you know to be something that we can actually uh, wholeheartedly still um, use as a as a way of monetization. Um, but do let us know what you think and send us a message through our website at marketingshare.co or follow and message us on Twitter where our handle is at mshareco. Well, I think that's it. Thanks for listening, folks, and uh, we'll talk to you more real soon. Brought to you by Trade Doubler, delivering smarter results.